This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week we are kicking off our coverage of season three with episode one, The Magnificent Seven. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. So, we kick off this episode with ACDC, which is always a good start to an episode. I like ACDC. And Hell's Bells is a great song, so... Fun. Um, we get lots of clips of the... They always do this with the season premieres and the season finales, where the, um... Uh... The Road So Far segments are, like, here's the boys being badass, and then here's a little plot stuff. Like, they lean really heavy into, look, these guys are cool and kick-ass and heroes and stuff, and then, and then they give us some plot and, like, extra drama. It's fun. They have fun with it. But yeah, we get the, um... How the fuck do you know what the guy's name is? Because, <laughs> for fun... <laughs> Alright, here's a, here's a little behind-the-scenes detail for y'all. I, um... When I am preparing my notes document for an episode, I will actually go on to the Super Wiki or Super Wiki knew his name <laughs> or the Fandom Wiki. He doesn't have a big role though. He has a name though. <laughs> he, he's got a name. Well, because Sam even mentions it. Sam actually says it during the episode. Does he? Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that point. But what I do is I'll go into the Super Wiki or the Fandom Wiki and I will copy their synopsis into my notes document and then I'll kind of reformat it. I'll add details or remove details. Sometimes the Fandom Wiki gets real detailed on the synopsis and I'm like, listen, I don't need four paragraphs of dialogue <laughs> for a one sentence scene. Um, you know. And so I'll kind of fit it. But I do that so that when I actually am watching the episode, I just actually start including the links to the Super Wiki and the Fandom Wiki in our show notes. Um, I'm going to start. I'll start doing that from now on. But I do it so that when I'm watching the episode, I don't have to... For one, it no longer takes me three hours to watch an episode. It used to take me forever. Because I was trying to write down every plot detail and also write down my own thoughts about the episode. And so yeah. I would pause it, on, like, nonstop. And so in by copying a synopsis from another place, <laughs> I can have the plot details. And then when I watch the episode... I can, if there's something that's missed in the synopsis, I can add it in, but I can mostly just focus on what my thoughts and feelings about the episode are, you know? But I really do need to start including the, um, links. Oh, hello. <laughs> my crow lights just turned off. Oh my off. gosh. I'm like, did the power go out? <laughs> no! <laughs> my crow lights turned off. I didn't realize that was the only light source in here. I forgot, I forgot it here. was the only light source. That scared me really bad. I genuinely will just sit here with only my grow lights on for I'm a whole for all day. Is this a squishy hamster? Yes, it is a How squishy hamster. How long have you had this? For forever. I just barely noticed He's it. He's usually on the shelf, but I took him down. Can I squish um, him? Yes, you can squish him. He's so cute. But yeah, so... That is why I have the character name at the very beginning of our episode notes, even though Sam doesn't mention it till like halfway through the episode. <laughs> is like, because you know that random is dude's because name is Walter Rose. <laughs> because the wiki mentions it. <laughs> the wiki has it, has him by name in the first paragraph. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that you know random person's name. <laughs> I do usually because they they're usually like like if the person is named in the credits, I'll try to have their name. Um, just because it sometimes makes it easier. I don't know. But His head's coming off. <laughs> He's old. Listen, be nice to him. No! He's <laughs> my baby! I wouldn't take it off. Your baby. You, you, I've never even seen this before. <laughs> because I noticed he was getting a little bit, um, old, and so I've set him somewhere where I wouldn't squish him all the time oh, anymore. Do you not want me to squish him? I used to mush the fuck out of him. <laughs> you can squish him. It's okay. He can handle it. He's very cute. <laughs> I got him at Walmart. I searched, like, three Walmarts for the for these squishies. Like, do, they had them on do, the website. Do they have them still? It was... 
the first time I lived with my grandma, actually. So I it really was several years ago. Some of these squishies. Yeah. You also I don't know if cat donut. Do. I do also I have a cat donut, before. yes. I don't have any more random squishies hidden anywhere. We are <laughs> continuously off topic. It's okay. This is what happens when we, we don't, don't do... We have to be uh, linear, right? Yeah. Podcasts are not rarely linear. <laughs> That's true. This is what happens, though, when we don't do an hour of outtakes before we start recording. Um, <laughs> we try to do our outtakes during the episode. Because <laughs> we just get off topic. Okay. I do not know if I like the way that smells. I'm not sure about it's aloe vera. I'm not sure about the way it smells. Aloe vera and mango steam. And mango. What is mango steam? It's a type of fruit. I think Maybe it's, that's. I think it's the same as lychee. Maybe. I have no idea. I'm not 100 percent sure me. though. Okay, let's get back on topic. We open. We get our. Okay, so our recap. We get the boys being badass. Um, we go over Dean's deal. Um, and the opening of the Devil's Gate. Um, and then our cold open drops us in Oak Park, Illinois, where uh, a guy is taking out his garbage when street Walter Rosen. Wa- Walter, <laughs> yes. Walter is taking because out his garbage. We know his name thanks to Shish. Shish. I already went over this. Um, the streetlights start flickering, um, and the big dark clouds are rolling across the sky. And then from the clouds, a stream of black smoke um, attacks him and possesses him. Um, and then the clouds continue onward towards the city, the demons. So this is clearly the night that the da- the gate opened, um, which they will actually confirm later in the Wait, is this Envy? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that's Envy. Yeah. Uh, and we get a new splash screen. Did you catch the cool new splash screen? I didn't. It has the key <laughs> of paid attention it has the key of Solomon behind uh, the words. It's pretty cool. I love that was one of my favorite things was seeing what cool new splash screen they would do. The season fifteen splash screen is potentially my least favorite one though. It's a little bit weird. Um <laughs> I don't realize they were different for every season. Yeah, they are. Huh. You notice that? No. I was not paying that much attention to that. <laughs> Alright, so we open or from there we go to a motel parking lot where Sam is studying, um, according to the wiki, The Legend of Faust. I wasn't paying that much attention to what it, book. He had a gigantic ancient book. Um, and we learn he, that from Bobby in a minute that he's trying to, he's searching for a way to undo Dean's deal. Um, but Sam is in the car because Dean is in the motel room <laughs> with a girl. <laughs> I... I, this is not normal. <laughs> I guess it is if you always share a motel room with your brother. At like the boys have like two spaces: the car and a motel room, potentially if they're currently renting one. Like, there's no, there's nothing else. That's all they've got. So like, Sam doesn't really have anywhere else to go. But why? I get he could go to a diner. He could go to a library. Why is he just chilling in the car in the parking lot? facing the window of the room where Dean is most definitely having sex. It's very... (laughs) These boys are insane. This is so weird. This is not normal sibling behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I saw this great post um, talking about how the show always calls the boys' relationship codependent, but actually, like, by, like, definition, their relationship is more of enmeshment, um, which is basically that, like, they function and see themselves as a whole. My friends like to joke that, um, Sam and Dean's pronouns are, um, we slash us. <laughs> They're not he, him, it's we slash us or something. Because <laughs> they are just so much one person in so many ways, and I feel like this is a really good example of that. Um, they also refer, like, enmeshment is also referred to sometimes as emotional incest. Um, so, which is very much the point, where they just, they are one person, like, they think of themselves as a whole more than they think of themselves as separate people oftentimes, and it leads to weird moments like this where Sam is sitting in the car while his brother has sex. Like, what is going on? Well, this is not in the same room. <laughs> at least, yes, that is an upgrade. <laughs> Slightly. I mean, he's not in the same room at the moment. <laughs> Bobby calls. 
uh, he like scolds Sam a little bit. He's like, you're, you know, digging around in that book some more. You're not going to find a solution. Uh, and he's like, and I found something anyway, so like, pack your bags. Um, and then Sam goes into the motel room. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. Sam, what was the <laughs> thought process? I feel like, I feel like there's a little bit of a time jump here that we were not made of aware, like, aware of, because there's Maybe. no way that he was like, yeah, Dean's done ten seconds later, like, <laughs> and thought, like, there must have been, like, he probably was like, okay, well, I'll wait, like, I don't know, 20 minutes, how long does, how long does sex take for straight people? <laughs> We're lesbians. <laughs> oh, he probably waited a little bit and then went in. Like, he probably didn't, like, hang up on Bobby and then go right in, you know? Yeah. So there's probably a little bit of a thing. But still, still, <laughs> Sam, what was the thought process? Just call your brother. Just bang on the window a couple times. <laughs> like, oh. Uh, so, uh, the boys are on their way to go see Bobby now. Now that Sam has been scarred for literally life. I love Sam's, let me see your knife. What for? So I can gouge my eyes out. <laughs> Samuel Winchester, you went in there. <laughs> what did you think you were going to see? And Dean calls it a beautiful, natural act. Okay, Dean. <laughs> this is a really weird way to phrase it, but okay. Dean is weird. This is, this is a known fact. Uh, this episode, God... These boys. <laughs> this is my favorite part of this entire episode. This this yeah. little se- sequence right here. I think it is the best part. Best of part of the whole episode. Um, not, sorry, not a big fan of this. Episode. We don't really like this episode. <laughs> All right, but now we're getting into the plot stuff, though, because um, uh, Sam explains what Bobby has found, which is a cicada swarm and cop crop failure almost said top failure that's just everyday life in america crop failure in nebraska <laughs> uh the first this is the first sign of demon activity they've seen since the devil's gate um apparently the the night that it opened there were storm clouds that appeared over 17 cities uh which is a lot of cities but in the five days since they haven't had anything so this is this is the first demon activity they've had in a little while um, Dean says he wishes the war would just start. <laughs> Sam's like, dude, <laughs> don't curse it. Uh, yeah. That, that line doesn't go well with current events at the moment. It is February 26th, <laughs> 2022 for our future listeners. So <laughs> y'all know what happened this week. Um, so the boys meet up with Bobby um, at this farmhouse, you can just hear the cicadas just screaming fuck me, because that's literally what they're doing. <laughs> that's literally what the cicada sound is. It's like their mating call. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bobby says that um, the this is like ground zero, where this swarm is, so they, Dean picks the lock at the farmhouse and they enter uh, and find a dead whole family dead in front of a tv a dead whole family a whole family dead listen <laughs> listen i got halfway through the sentence and decided i wanted to rephrase <laughs> shish <laughs> um they find sulfur and then dean hears a creak on the back porch when he goes out <laughs> he gets fucking he gets clobbered <laughs> <laughs> Poor dude. I love that. <laughs> I do love. And Bobby's like, Isaac? Tamara? And Dean's like, hello. Bleeding. <laughs> like, it's, it's really great. I feel like he was being really dramatic. Just, like, he he probably wasn't really that hurt, but he wanted to be extra dramatic. Because I mean, he, he was like, pretty hard. <laughs> he, did get, he went right. He went down. Um, but this is our introduction to Isaac and Tamara. Um, some fellow Isaac, hunters. Yeah, some hunters. Um, a married couple, actually, which is interesting. Um, Isaac is British, I think. Tamara is British. Is Tamara British? Isaac is. Isaac's American. Has an American accent. Yeah, it was like one of them's British, and I can't remember which which one <laughs> all decided, and I didn't make a note of it. I'm like ninety nine percent sure. Do you know who Tamara is? No. I like. I, I think I know what other movie she was in. You think you know her from somewhere else? Was she in the Aragon movie? <gasps> oh, 
Oh my She's god, Nasarada. she was she was Nasarada. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I recognized her. How the hell did I know? Rec- <laughs> that was this. That was literally like a year before this. I don't think she had any speaking lines in that movie, but <laughs> I think she was Nasarada. I used to watch that movie over all the and time. Over. Yeah, because I. It's a horrible adaptation, it's the but worst. <laughs> but but Sephira looks her. cool beyond the wings. I don't know why they gave her like these big bulky feathered wings yeah. when we hear so many times. I literally just finished listening to the Inheritance Cycle again and listening to the follow up um, kind of shorter story, the Fork, the Witch, and the Worm. I think it's called. Um, which takes place like a couple years after. Wait, you read that one? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Just was, was it good? Finished. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was okay. Um, like it, it felt very much like <laughs> like it's supposed to be like three short stories kind of put together a little bit, and it, hmm. it's kind of it's kind of messy, and it's definitely not like as clean. Um, like Act One, Act Two, Act Three is like other as you'd expect from like a novel, but. Because it is kind of like a compilation of a few different stories that take place uh, post-inheritance. But I did really love... <laughs> but Okay, but multiple times within the Aragon books, we hear, like, Aragon describe um, Sephira's wings as, like, really thin. Like, you could see yeah. the light through them. And then they gave the dragon these, like, big feathered wings in the movie, and I hate it. I was kind of like the look of them, to it's be honest. It's cool, but it's also really not book accurate, and it Babe, also, like... This whole movie is makes, not book accurate. It makes... <laughs> like, it kind of... it. They're just really bulky. Yeah. Really. I think that my issue with them is the bulk of them. Like, they're really heavy looking. They're meant to be, like, bat-like. They're described as bat-like a lot. In the books, in yeah. The books, they're supposed yeah. to be bat-like. But, so but like yeah, really I did... Thin. I used to watch that movie a lot. Skin, I guess. Um, I, I really loved it. I was realizing, I googled the sword. I was like, Aragon film sword. <laughs> so I couldn't, I was like, what did it, what did Zarak look like in the movies? It, it's, it's so different. fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit the ugliest sword. I was like, what? I used to think it was what really cool. <laughs> oh my god. It's supposed okay. to be all red and it's not. But. but yeah, I didn't realize she plays Nasuata. Yeah. I knew I recognized her. I used to watch that movie so much as a kid. I think, let's be real, the majority, the biggest reason I was watching that movie and over and over and over again was because I had a huge crush on, crush on Murtag. <laughs> like, massive crush on Murtag. Um, let me, I don't even remember what his actor's name is. It's, um, Garrett Hedlund, I think. Um, yeah, it is. Oh, I know him from somewhere else. Too. He like, was in Tron. Oh yeah, <laughs> he plays Which Sam I haven't in seen. Tron. <laughs> but what else has he been in? I think that's the only other thing I've seen him in. Um, is Tron. Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy specifically. Remake, I haven't seen the other one. Or sequel. I don't know. No, he did the voice for the video game. I actually had that video game. I'm I used to play sure. that video game all the time. I distinctly remember playing that video game. We are off topic. <laughs> Let's get back to this. Okay, Tamara and Isaac Hunters married. <laughs> Um, they go back to, I guess, a house that Tamara and Isaac are squatting at, um, because they don't stick, or Tamara doesn't stick around at the end of this episode. Um, Sam is trying to kind of, trying to get to know them, while Dean is flirting with a corners technician named Jenny on the phone. <laughs> um, and when Dean hangs up, he it tells them the whole family apparently died of dehydration and starvation, um, but without any sign of, like, restraint or struggle, like... Yeah, uh, and they had food sitting in is, front of them. Yeah. The, like, the tray, the TV tray. Whatever. Yeah, but there was a fridge of food, too, just, like, a couple feet away. But it's literally, like, they just sat down and never got up again. Um, uh, and this is where we learn that Isaac kind of has a bit of a grudge. Well, not a grudge. He's got some harsh feelings towards the Winchesters because of the Devil's Gate. Um he says they're the ones who let the door get open in the first place. Like, they did their best. They did their best. I feel like often the Winchesters get blamed for things, but in, like, misunderstood ways. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense because, like, one person tells a story to someone and then they tell it to three other people and it gets changed and stuff, you know? So Isaac has probably not heard the whole truth of what what went down that night. You know? So it's probably been, like, rumors and stuff going around the hunting community 
Bobby probably put out has been putting out feelers like, "Hey, have you been seeing any demons?" At least they closed the gate. It could have yeah. been a lot worse. Yeah, the thing is, is they <laughs> they closed the gate, but he's just he's mostly mad that they didn't stop it from getting open. Um, Tamara, blame Jake for doesn't that one. <laughs> seem to. Yeah, Tamara doesn't seem to be entirely in agreement with her husband, like or at least in agreement with the way that he's behaving. Because I think she's kind of like. Like, yeah, I don't want to work with them either, but you're being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Um, but Isaac very much doesn't want to work with them. Um, and they, uh, kind of like, I, she like pulls them out of the room and we cut to outside where, um, we see Kate, Katie Cassidy watching yeah. them from the shadows. I forgot that Ruby is in this season. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't even learn her name in this episode. We don't. Nope. Um, oh, I learned, I don't know if you guys can hear the hand. You can't hear that. Noises. Are you kidding? Are you sure? It's so quiet. I think it's more your hands that they might be able to hear. Um, I very briefly, I watched a Salt Lake Comic Con, this pre, pre-Fanex, Salt Lake Comic Con panel with Katie Cassidy. Were where you someone, there in person? No, or? I watched a video of it. Or someone asked her about, like, what it was like to work on Supernatural. And, um, she was, like, 19. It was one of her was first really? big wow. roles. Yeah, she was young. Um, definitely her first recurring run- one. Um, and she said she worked, she was like, I am gonna be the most on top of this, most professional person. Like, gonna be super ready. So she worked really hard to be prepared. She made sure she knew all her lines. She didn't hear her script on set. And the boys made it their life mission to fuck with her. <laughs> And to break her, and they did. They did. They caught her <laughs> multiple times. Um, but she said that Jensen told her at a rap party later that she did really great, um, and to keep that work ethic as she went forward in her career, because it really like set her apart as someone to like good to work with. Yeah, you know, because you want somebody who could have fun on set, but also like is genuinely really dedicated to their job, um, and takes it seriously, even if they are also having fun. So. But yeah. she becomes, I think, more well-known for her stint on Arrow, right? Yeah. As the Black Canary. Yeah, which was post this. Yeah. Definitely. Um, this is our first look at Ruby. She's ter- currently still unnamed, but... Um, we cut to the next day at a department store where the man... Well, it's like a shoe store, really. It's like on a street, so I think it's more of like a little, like, boutique is probably more what I'd call it. The wiki called it a department store, but I call it like a little boutique or like it's a little local shop looking thing. Um, the man from the cold open, Walter, enters the store um, and he approaches this woman. Uh, he makes a comment to her. He like puts his hand on her shoulder and like gets her to look at him and he's like, those shoes, they're really nice. <laughs> and, she, at, and like points at some shoes that this other woman is holding they're kind of weird looking shoes but this was the early like <laughs> mid 2000s so you know what well the height of fashion <laughs> it, no i would never they were like like bright green i don't mind it was the shape of the heel that i was like huh but okay um so the the one woman walks over to the one with the shoes and she's like those like those shoes are really nice i want them um and gets denied and then we cut to later where this the the woman uh who has the shoes has purchased them and is leaving the store and she's confronted by the same girl again, the one that the demon talks to. Uh, and this, she again is like, I want the shoes and gets told no. And this time she is not taking no for an answer. Uh, and she bashes this poor lady's head into a car windshield and then just takes the shoes and leaves and like walks through a crowd. No one stops her. No one stops her. Like, they all just stand there like, oh my god. (laughs) No one stops her. Oh my gosh. To be fair, would you stop someone if you just watched them just bash someone's head in? Yeah! (laughs) I I might be like, like, uh, maybe I'll call the cops instead of mess with you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We cut to a little bit later, and the Bobby- Bobby and the boys have arrived to investigate. Uh, Dean is flirting with a witness- Sam gives him some shit for it. Dean's like, is my last year on Earth? Like, he's really milking this. Like, I'm gonna die in a year, let me have fun thing. And Sam's like, dude. (laughs) 
Um, according to Bobby, the suspect isn't showing any signs of demon possession, any, like, the usual signs at least, and Sam hasn't found any sulfur, and Dean's like, well, I was working, shocking, I know, there's a security camera. (laughs) (laughs) So they check the video, and they find Walter, the guy from the cold open, interacting with the woman who committed the crime. Um, I don't know... It's kind of, it's not clear that Sam is going off to do his own investigating. It's just like, at first you're like, why is Sam walking away? (laughs) Because we cut to Sam leaving the crime scene. Because he gets followed by Ruby. um, And then she disappears into thin air. This is like our first, at first we were like, who's this strange woman watching the boys? And then we're like, oh shit. (laughs) She just poofed. (laughs) We only know of one other thing that can poof. <laughs> uh, and it's not good. <laughs> so, but Sam definitely seems to have like, like I get the feeling that he like se- sensed like there was somebody following him. Like he knows that something was there. He's got a spidey sense. Yeah, his demon little, his, sense. <laughs> his little, his little demon spider senses. Um, uh, call it the Sammy tingle. No, <laughs> <laughs> the spidey tingle. <laughs> Peter Tingle. Yeah. Peter Tingle. The Sammy Tingle. But probably not inaccurate. Name of the episode. Uh, there we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, she vanishes into thin air. So that's fun. Um, we cut to later. It's evening now. Bobby and Dean are staking out a bar looking for the man from the security footage. Uh, apparently Dean spent all day canvassing the town. Uh, and apparently he drinks at this bar. So... Um, Dean and Bob, or Dean's kind of being grumpy, and Bobby's being the like, uh, the the Sam of the situation, the not grumpy one, um, to Dean's grumpiness, and then Sam scares the shit out of him. <laughs> That's a great moment. He bangs on the window of the car and gets in the back seat, and this is where we learn the name of the guy, Walter. Um, apparently, Walter went missing the same night the gate was open. Um, and while they're discussing this, Walter himself arrives. And he goes into the bar, and Dean's like, alright, let's go. And Bobby has some brain cells. Um, the boys share two brain cells, and occasionally they bump together and they have an idea, or they bump into a corner and they have an idea that's probably not gonna work. Um, (laughs) and occasionally only- most of the time Sam only has one of the brain cells. (laughs) Uh, Bobby is like, like, no, we're gonna, like- you know, stake out, see what we're up against before we make a move. Like, we're not going in there not having any clue what we're dealing with beyond a demon. Like, Which is a smart move. Yeah. Given what happens next. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is when Isaac and Tamara arrive. And apparently and don't have any brain right cells in. either. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> like, they're supposed to be the good hunters! Like, they, they're like... They, like... Is it, like, Palo Santo is, like, a a wood that oh, yeah. like stops demons and stuff and like they they're supposed to like it seems like they like know all this stuff that the boys don't know and like they're good at their jobs and whatever and but then they just fucking walk into the bar like what are you doing what are you doing this is a bad idea from the beginning through <laughs> yeah um but inside they uh they have got a seat, uh, and they spot Walter, um, and Isaac tries to follow, follow Walter into the bathroom, uh, and is grabbed by a man who asks what they're doing. Um, and this, uh, none of them, like, really get introduced to us, but this is Wrath, according to the wiki. Um. Oh. So, I, I went through, because I was trying to, f- the girl who plays, um. Lust? No, not Lust. Um, who plays, um, what was the, oh, no. all, all of them don't really get None of them, most of them don't, shown. it's Greed. Hmm. Um, Greed. I was, she looked familiar, and so then I was looking up the other ones. Um, but yeah, so the guy that stops, um, Isaac from going into the bathroom is Wrath. Um, uh, he tells... He, like, asks Isaac, what are you doing? And then all of the little bystanders in the bar, their eyes all turn back, or black. Um, because this is, they are all demons. All seven of them. 
which is fun. Um, which is everyone in this bar. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, like, the door has been locked. Is this, like, meant to be, like, a trap, I guess, that they were trying to set for the hunters? Yeah, I think this is just all of the, um, I don't think they were necessarily trying to set a trap, but they did end up trapping them. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the result. I think it was more just all of the sins congregating in one location. All of the sins. <laughs> what am I going to call it? Demons? I guess I could just call it, them demons. It works. I, I just think it's the, funny. Seven sins. <laughs> That's their thing. Um, so the door starts like rattling because Sam and Dean are trying to break it down, but clearly it's not working. Um, either that is really strong wood or some demon is using their powers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gluttony um, approaches Isaac. Uh, and hands him a bottle of cleaner and says, here, have a drink I hate this. on me. And this is my, this and the fucking garbage disposal oh, in yeah. season one. These two least favorite moments, like in all of Supernatural. <laughs> and that's, there's a lot of other things I could put at the bottom of my list, but this every time makes me gag. Like I, I have to cover my ears. Like it's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. And they're like, hold the they're like holding camera back and it's oh my god the noises it's just so gross um but yeah isaac drinks a bottle of some sort of cleaning supply i think it's bleach or something something uh and then collapses at the same time that a car packs through the door (laughs) which was i have a feeling bobby's idea (laughs) probably Um, but Sam, Dean, and Bobby all jump out, and they fight the demons. They're just flinging holy water all over the place. Like, that, that's it. That's all I got is holy water. It's actually pretty effective. They had a lot of it, thankfully. Yeah. They rescue Tamara, um, and Dean throws Walter into the trunk, where they have painted a um, devil's trap on the lid of the trunk. Um, and they go back to the house, uh, where Tamara really wants to go back to get um, Isaac's body. They have Walter, or they have um, Envy tied up uh, in a trap. Um, Tamara wants to go back for Isaac's body, and Dean's like, cool, I'll go with you, because Dean apparently has a death wish. Like, buddy, bad idea. Um, But Bobby has figured out what they're dealing with, which is the seven deadly sins. Um, Documented in Binsfield Classification of Demons. I actually, so there, here I have... I didn't do any like research research. I just did I didn't the think stuff of doing the wiki, that either. <laughs> and it's been a long week. So, this is all we get. According to the Super Wiki, the Seven Deadly Sins are a group of black-eyed demons who seem to be the living personification of seven specific sins that humans commit since they are also known demon mutations. Uh, since they are That is a, that sentence doesn't make any sense. What? I was just reading this <laughs> sentence. Okay. They, these that specific, them, so. <laughs> these specific demons are, are unique from other demons. They have abilities that are unique to them specifically. Um, so the origin that these demons are unknown, though they themselves claim to be merely natural human instinct, um, air as follows envy, um, which is the demon from the cold open, lust, greed, which are the two women. <laughs> the only two women in the group. Um, Pride, Gluttony, which is the one that kills um, Isaac, Sloth, and Wrath. The do these ones kind of get introduced. Like, we get introduced to Pride. We, like, get to see them each do use their powers, sort of. Like, Sloth is the family in the farmhouse. We, we don't really see Greed, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's why I was like, who the fuck is she? <laughs> Like, we each get to kind of see them individually. Or wrath isn't, like, really yeah. prominent either. But. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, we each get to see them kind of set apart in some way. Some way, some specific way. Um, so, like, Envy is the the one from the cold open. He makes a lady kill another lady over shoes. Lust flirts with Dean. Um, Pride has the whole conversation with Sam. Yeah. Gluttony makes Isaac kill himself. Sloth is the one from the one that killed the family in the farmhouse. Wrath is the one that stops Isaac from going to the bathroom. Greed is the only one that we don't get like a kind of moment with. <laughs> She's just that there... tall lady in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. I'm. There was probably something 
that got deleted, maybe. Something that got cut from the script, but... We don't really get to see Greed or Wrath use their powers. No, we don't get to see either of them use their powers, and we don't... Like, Greed doesn't even have a spoken line. Yeah. (laughs) Like, at least Wrath talks. (laughs) Sloth doesn't talk either, but... uh, I think that's kind of more of his character, and less just, like, the writers didn't include him. (laughs) Um... The within Supernatural they appear to be on amicable terms and even protective of each other. When speaking to hunters, Envy, Envy refers to his companions only as the others, uh, and knew that they would come to rescue him. So several the seven deadly sins have have shown several of our powers. Most notably, they have the unique demonic power to influence humans by filling them with their individual sin by touch, and then with a suggestion compelling their victims to dangerous and usually deadly acts based on that sin. Um, they've also implied to be telepathic, able to read a person's memories without possessing them, and one demonstrated the ability to incite moderately strong seismic activity to shake the house uh, and break a devil's trap. So, but they all have the standard demonic weaknesses. Um, according to the wiki, Bobby says this too, um, the seven deadly sins were last on Earth during the Dark Ages, about 500 years ago. Um, in... 1589, a man by the name of Peter Binsfield becomes the first person to realize that the seven deadly sins were not just vices, but actual demons, and records this revelation accordingly. Around this time, the demons became trapped in hell. So, and then in May of 2007, the the sins were unleashed onto Earth once more when the Devil's Gate in Wyoming is opened. So. Yeah. That is the wiki's information on the seven deadly sins, which will be included... Of, as always in the show notes, um, Tamara's like, I don't give a fuck who we're dealing with. <laughs> she says, I don't remember what her exact quote is. It could be, um, where is Probably it? Probably not fuck, because it's yeah, no. on the CW. Um, <laughs> where is it? Um, she says, I don't give a rat's ass if they're the three stooges, the three stooges or the four tops. I'm going to slaughter every last one of them. So, um, but yeah, she's understandably really pissed. Um, Bobby's like, like, Isaac would still be alive if you hadn't gone in there half-assed, not knowing at all what you were dealing with. So we're gonna take a minute, we're gonna figure out where we're, like, what is going on, and make a plan. Uh, Bobby can be a little intense. Yeah. In all fairness, Bobby is right. (laughs) So they interrogate Envy, um, uh... He asks, like, they ask what he wants, and he says that all the demons want was to be free. Um, he kind of taunts them. You know, Dean has all this lust and gluttony, and Tamara has wrath, and, uh, like, you know, about, just about regular demon stuff. Um, but then Tamara, uh, exercises him. Um, Walter dies in the process. But while Tamara does this exorcism, um, Sam, Dean, and Bobby kind of go off into another room to leave her to it uh, and Dean's like listen I'll hold him back you guys get out of here and Sam and Bobby are like what the fuck is wrong with you like what are you doing like very Dean, reckless. Dean this is very much he's like like <laughs> like but you got a whole year make use of the year <laughs> I'm just, like, it's been five days <laughs> please <laughs> Oh my gosh. I I don't know. Part of me thinks Dean is like, well, let's just get it over with. He he wants to, like, live it up and have fun, but also, like, Dean, as we'll kind of learn throughout the, the rest of the season, like, Dean is scared of dying. He's scared of dying. He's scared of going to hell. He's scared of what will happen to him there. But he should stop being but so But he's reckless. also, like, I think he's a little bit of a, well, let's get it over with kind yeah. of mentality, too. Like... Like, he wants to, like, go down swinging and not, like, when a hellhound comes to get him. But, like, Dean, please. It's been- it hasn't even been a week. Can we chill? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, so then Tamara finishes the exorcism. I like that it's completed off screen. Um, like, we don't actually see the smoke and everything. They- I'm guessing they probably did it as a way to, like, save a little bit on budget. Um, so they'd have to worry about the special effects for that, especially because there was other demons throughout the episode, and they had that big cloud thing at the beginning, like, that that can't have been cheap. Um, 
but it's I think it's very effective too. Like it's a really effective choice. We just hear the demon scream, and that's it. Um. But so Envy did tell the boys that the rest of the sins are on their way. Uh. So they uh get ready. <laughs> They've got um their rock salt and they've got their holy water um and they're just hanging out salmon boys or salmon dean salmon boys what (laughs) i'm tired sam and dean are in one room i think they're kind of more at the back of the house and then bobby and tamara are like in the front of the house um when the radio turns on it starts playing i shall not be moved by jb burnett um and then tamara hears isaac screaming uh, because one of the demons is possessing Isaac's corpse. We know which one. No. I think it's it I think it's just a random demon. Just another like random they just demon. like recruited a rando. <laughs> <laughs> because Because all of them are still there. Bobby fights Sloth. Well, fights. <laughs> San or Dean faces Lust. No, it, uh, Bobby fights Gluttony, I think. No, it's Sloth. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it might be Gluttony that's possessed Isaac. Because it's the chubbier guy and he talks that's about That's Sloth. It. Gluttony's the guy that touched Isaac's shoulder. It's yeah. A di- it's a different guy. Is it? Yes. Oh. I think he's like a bald, bald dude. Um, Let me check the wiki. Boop. It has a picture of him. What are we, what are we doing? Excuse me. Why are we all the way over here? Please. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah. See, they're two different. Oh. Um, this is... Gluttony's the one that kills... Yeah, see, Gluttony okay. is the one that kills Isaac. Um, Sloth is the one that... So Bobby faces Sloth. Dean faces Lust. Sam faces Wrath, Pride, and Greed. Yeah. And Envy's already gone, so it must be Gluttony that's possessing Isaac. Um, which I guess kind of makes sense. So, but yeah, so Gluttony, possessing Isaac's corpse, we have deduced that. <laughs> <laughs> he brings up something from, he's, he's yelling for Tamara to come out, yelling about how she abandoned him. Um, and then uh, he brings up something from their past that he shouldn't have known. Uh, Bobby is trying to get Tamara to stay put, but the demon... Um, like his his ruse is slipping. Like it's very he, like he's falling out of the Isaac persona. Yeah. Um, which is really creepy, and the actor does a really good job with it. Um, it brings up the death of their daughter, uh, which is I assume the thing that got them hunting because Sam yeah. asked him about it earlier, and it was clearly like a personal thing. And I was like, Sam, <laughs> why would you, you get into hunting, Sam? Do you want to talk to them about how your mom was murdered by a demon? I feel like no one burned none of the, the hunters ceiling? started hunting for fun. None of them did. <laughs> Nobody did it for fun. Um, <laughs> um, Tamara can't stand it anymore. She opens the door and she starts stabbing the demon with the stake of Palo Santo. Um, but in doing so, she breaks the salt line, which allows the other demons in. Uh, Bobby, like, plays scared to lure Sloth, who yeah. comes in very last into a devil's trap. Um, I love Bobby. He's very smart. Upstairs, Lust encounters Dean. It seems to be seducing him. They kiss. <laughs> Dean! <laughs> uh, and then in another room, poor Sam is all by himself against three demons. Um, Pride, Greed, and Wrath. Um, and Pride... The guy has a whole monologue. He has a whole monologue, and it's honestly it's very real creepy. Fun. It's real fun. I this is this is a fun moment. Um, because Pride knows who Sam is. Uh, he knows of his connection to Yellow Eyes. He calls Sam a prodigy, the Boy King. Uh, this Boy King is my favorite, like title for Sam. <laughs> That's uh, the Boy King is a specific phrase that I use a lot for AUs and stuff like boy like the boy king of hell um i love boy king au's it's fun it's good fun the the ones where sam like gives into his powers and becomes uh the king of hell basically (laughs) very good fun um but according to pride because yellow eyes is dead nobody has to listen to sam now and they can do whatever they want Uh, i think he says it's open season 
Uh, we cut back to Dean, who has tricked Lust, uh, and shoves her head first into a tub of holy water. <laughs> He's basically waterboarding, waterboarding, waterboarding her. Yeah, basically. Sort of. Um, that's fun. Uh, meanwhile, Sam, who is up against three demons, <laughs> as he will point out to Dean later, uh, is being overpowered when this mysterious woman from earlier appears and starts attacking them with a knife. She's like, this like, she has this weird badass yeah. thing to uh, slits Rath's throat. And we realize she, that um, it has the same effect that the cult had on yeah. demons, which she's we got, realize she hey, has this it can knife. kill demons. Yes. There's another weapon that can kill yes. demons. Yes. So she starts killing demons with a knife. Um, she kills two of them. She kills um, Wrath and Greed and then Sam has gained the upper hand on Pride and helps her kill him. So, and then she says, uh, like, nice seeing you, Sam. See you around. And leaves. She, like, goes out to the hallway, turns turns out of the doorframe, and then when Sam follows, she's gone. Again. <laughs> so, fun! <laughs> well, he asks, like, who are you? And she's like, someone that just saved your life. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I also saved yours. <laughs> I love Ruby. I love her so much. She's great. She's great. I love, I love Ruby. I love Ruby 1.0. I love Ruby 2.0. I'm very excited for us to get into season four. Because <laughs> I love Ruby 2.0. Is that you, Genevieve? Yes. <laughs> if you follow us on TikTok, you will know <laughs> how much I love her. She's fantastic. Um, so yeah. So we cut that the boys have defeated all the demons. Well... Bobby and Dean have defeated demons, and Sam defeated one because he got us. He got saved. <laughs> he got rescued. Um, cut to the next morning. Oh, this is actually. I think I counted this one towards the strangle count because when Ruby comes into the room, Pride has his arm around Sam's throat. He has him in the headlock or yeah. something. Poor dude. <laughs> um, cut to the next morning though, where Sam and Dean are have made dug like a shallow grave, um, and have put the corpses of those who didn't survive. Um, in there. Um, Which is most of them. Yeah. (laughs) Two out of five. Two two survived. Two out of five, or two out of seven lived. That's not, that's not great odds. Um. Which one survived? Lust and Sloth. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think Bobby says the big guy and the pretty girl or something like that. Like, they're completely unnamed. Um. They're gonna need therapy. <laughs> They're gonna need so much therapy. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Bobby's um, like, other than a lifetime of therapy bills, we'll be fine. <laughs> They're good. Uh, Tamara is holding her own funeral pyre for Isaac. Um, uh, Sam's like, that girl that saved me, like, you sure you've never heard of a knife that can kill demons? And Bobby's like, hell no, not till today. Like, <laughs> think I would have mentioned it. Uh, Bobby, or indeed gives Sam some shit about needing a girl to rescue him. Sam's like, there were three demons. I'll have you know. And he's like, yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> he's such a big brother. <laughs> um, and then Sam asks a very troubling question, which is that if they let out the seven deadly sins, uh, Sam, you may want to reword that. You did not open the fucking gate. Uh, if Jake let out the seven deadly sins, what else did he let out? So is a very good question that I don't think it's answered really I'm like I well do we get more of there's that one well, one the big demon season. one big demon that I can think uh, of yeah. but I'm not sure if she came through the gate or if she just um since yellow eyes is dead she is kind of the uh, main antagonist of the season right a little bit that really the main antagonist of this season is Saving Dean from his deal. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you were to pinpoint it on, like, one But we don't meet her until, like, halfway through the season. Like, yeah. a main antagonist is, like, introduced in the first episode. So, which would make the main antagonist of this season. An antagonist doesn't have to be a person. Yeah. You know? An antagonist can be anything. But she is a big part of this season. She's really more the main antagonist of next season. She's still in next season? Yes. Okay. Spoiler for you. Sorry, spoils, but... <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what happened in the finale. With I her. wouldn't call her the antagonist of the season. We only see her twice. I don't um, remember. So. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen this season. A little, it's been a hot minute. Over um, a year or more. <laughs> has it really? Yeah. Oh my god. It has been. 
wow. Um, but yeah, I don't think they really let out anything else big that they have to deal with. I mean, just a hell of a lot of demons. Just a lot of demons. <laughs> um, yeah. Get it? Hell of a lot. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to a little bit later. Tamara is leaving. Bobby tells her to be careful. Um, and he tells the boys to keep their eyes peeled from omens, or from omens, for omens. I can't talk. Sam asks Bobby, like, what does he think? Are they gonna, can they win this? And Bobby just is like, bye, peace, got nothing for ya. <laughs> We're fucked. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> Great. That inspires a whole lot of confidence. Um, Bobby leaves too, uh, which is just the boys now. Sam suggests that they travel to Louisiana to visit a hoodoo priestess to see if she can help. Uh, Dean's like, no. Uh, uh, Sam's like, what the fuck? Like, you're acting like you genuinely couldn't care less about this? Like, what is going on? And, um... What? What was that? I was trying to see what that was. What was, what, what was? It's just fluff. Oh. <laughs> There's a fuzz on my desk. <laughs> he was trying to... Checking if it was a bug? Maybe. <laughs> Sam calls Dean out. Uh, is basically like you have a death wish like what is going on and Dean confesses that part of the deal was that if he tries to get out of the deal Sam dies um Dean's like or Sam's like you're a fucking hypocrite (laughs) he points out that Dean is doing the exact same thing uh to Sam that John did to him he's like I'm going through exactly what like I feeling what you felt when you realized that John or the dad sold his soul for you like um and then he says uh what you did was selfish uh, and Dean's like then it was selfish I think I'm entitled to being a little selfish um and he says um that he's tired which he's been saying for a while he says it in um Croatoan, too. He's like, I'm tired, Dean, Sam. it's only season three. Dean, <laughs> you got a long, <laughs> long way to go here, bud. Um, he says he's tired, but he feels great for the first time in a while. He feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, Sam says, it's hellfire, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great, great line. Still one of my favorite lines. Um, Dean's like, look, I don't give a fuck. You're alive. I'm alive. Let's kill some evil... What do you say? We kill some evil sons of bitches and we raise a little hell. <laughs> Sam says, you're unbelievable. <laughs> Dean's like, yes. Yes, I am. Um, Dean has a shockingly bright outlook on all of this, and it is definitely a brave fa- front that he's putting on. Like, he is shoving all of this down, trying to keep Sam from moping. Um, but I also think it's a fake it till you make it kind of thing. Like, he's like, if I pretend I'm not scared as hell, like, maybe I will be a little less scared. <laughs> no. Not really. I don't think fake it till you make it's gonna work in this case, Dean, but you can give it your all. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> but yeah, that is the way this episode wraps up. Alright. Um, despite the amount of laughing we did during this episode, neither of us actually likes this episode very much. Mm-mm. It's, for a season opener, it's incredibly underwhelming. Like, just yeah. think, let's just looking at it as a season premiere. It could have been really good with the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Could have been more epic. Yeah. It's just really underwhelming. In fact, they would have been good antagonists for the season. Or at least, like, henchmen to Lilith or something. Yeah. That would have been I think, cool. I think that's part of the thing is that the, like, the seven deadly sins are all defeated in one night. Yeah. They should have lasted around longer. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe, maybe they succeeded in getting one of them. If, you like, know? this, yeah, if they'd gotten envy and that was it or something. Yeah. You know? I, that, that is a really good point. They, the, I think part of the reason it being underwhelming is because the villains were underwhelming. Yeah, the villains were There were seven really superpowered demons, and they defeat them all seven, pretty like, easily. special, like, yeah. have a name, like, these are big dudes, they haven't been on hell, or on, on hell, on earth for 500 <laughs> years, like, this is, this is big, and then it takes a couple of hicks from Kansas, and a guy who owns a scrapyard in South Dakota, <laughs> and a random British lady. <laughs> What? Oh, I guess they do get rescued by a demon with a demon knife. Um, but yes. still, like, they all get killed in one night. It like, would have been 
more epic if, like, they all barely made it out alive if it wasn't for yes. Ruby and they helped scare them all away or something. Yes. And you know that they're all still out there causing more havoc, you know? Yeah, and, like, then, like, the goal of the season, like, yeah, they're saving Dean from hell, but also there's, like, hunting down the rest of the seven deadly sins or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I do agree with you. I think that the reason... That could tie into the Lilith plot, the you know? Reason, like, they're working for her, like... Yes. Like, Meg is working for Yellow Eyes, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think the main reason that this episode is so underwhelming is, like you said, the, the villain. The villains of this episode are just so easily taken care of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which isn't... It's just a really weak start to a season. As a Monster of the Week episode, too, I just don't think it's very strong. Um, like, there's some important stuff in it. Like, we get Dean's last year mentality. Sam's like, now I'm gonna save you. We get kind of introduced to Ruby and her knife. Um, like, and they, they're like, look, some powerful demons have got out. But then they don't really do anything with that for the rest of the season. Yeah, like, Bobby makes such a big deal but about just, how, like... Yeah. Like, terrifying they're supposed to be. And yeah. Hard to beat, you He's know? like, you don't even know what you're dealing with. Like, does this big thing, and then they beat them all in one night, and it's just... But yeah, so, like, there are some important moments in this episode, but as a whole, this episode is really weak. Yeah. Like, there's some fun moments, and there's some important stuff, but it just in general, this episode is not great. I think it might be my least favorite episode of season one, or season three, not season one, season three. Actually, probably it's probably the weakest one of the whole season. I think it because the be. rest of the season is pretty. Yeah, real, even the <laughs> even the one that the name that I can't pronounce and I'm gonna have to figure out how to pronounce because I have to say it for our episode opener. Like the, the even that one? one, yeah, even that <laughs> one's stronger than this. Yeah, that's um, the other one I didn't like as much, but you know it's still. Better I like than it more this than one. this one. <laughs> I think too the reason because that one's not trying to pose itself as a season opener. That one's it's just a monster, a of, monster the of the week, and it gives some background. It gives some Ruby, Ruby background. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this one is like, here's our big season three opener. <laughs> and then there's nothing there. Like, it just fizzles out. It's, yeah, it's not the greatest episode. It's got some fun moments. But as an opener, especially, it's just, like, as a Monster of the Week, it's really weak. <laughs> and as an opener, it's even weaker. Yeah. Like, it's just not a great kickoff to season three which is disappointing because there is season three is actually a good season if they didn't do more of the sins then they should have made the season finale the season opener of last season you know yeah i think too especially like like i've never really liked this episode as a season opener but especially too in the like high with our conversation that we've had about how episode 22, how All Hell Breaks Loose Part 2 would have made a great season opener. Yeah. Like, it just makes this even... <laughs> just in general, going from All Hell Breaks Loose yeah. Part 2 to The Magnificent to 7, <laughs> like, it is a huge <laughs> decrease in everything. <laughs> you know? Uh, like, yeah, there's some fun moments. I absolutely love the sequence at the beginning with Dean... Uh, getting laid and Sam <laughs> sitting in the car like a friggin' weirdo. Like, I love it. I think it's fun. I think it really demonstrates how few boundaries the brothers actually have. <laughs> I always like seeing other hunters and I their do. interactions. And it's always interesting to see the how the hunting community views the Winchesters because as you kind of get to as we get to see a little more of the hunting community like it becomes really clear that John really separated them. Mm-hmm. from everybody and i imagine it was probably like a safety thing but like john has like two friends <laughs> and they both die in season one <laughs> he's not even friends with bobby anymore like john is not good at making friends he's he's real bad at <laughs> making friends and keeping them but like john really kept the boys separate because like the um like we get the roadhouse we get introduced to the roadhouse in season two and we realize that there's this whole, like, this is not just, like, a bar with a lady that runs it who happens to know about monsters. Like, this is a hub yeah. for the hunting community. Like, people come through here. Ellen tra- keeps track of cases, and she will, It seems like, like the majority of them on. kind of get to know each other Yeah, well. like, the they outliers all kind of... Are I don't like... want to say they're all friends, but they all kind of know of each other and work together and pass information around and stuff and then sam and dean are just off in their little impala bubble being and and they don't really like the outliers like you know they have weird interactions or like 
ideas with the Winchesters and with Gordon, you know, yeah. all the ones that are kind of loners. Yeah. They have different relationships with them because they're kind of on the outs, you yeah, know? it really shows how separate, the boys aren't just separate from, like, regular people, like civilians, they're separate from hunters, too. Like, mm-hmm. it is, it's them. And Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> like, Bobby at least Bobby's seems like to, like, their know people. Ta- their, and on their good terms connection. with people. Yeah. Bobby, well, we haven't really gotten to know Bobby a whole lot, but Bobby's like Ellen. Mm-hmm. He's this little hub that connects the hunting community together. Um, you know? Like, the... And then there's just the Winchesters. <laughs> Both being the Winchesters. And it... I think sometimes we forget how separate they are. So, yeah, it's always good fun when we do get to see them interact with the rest of the hunting community. Or, you know, because it kind of demonstrates to us how strange the boys actually are. But, so, like, that's nice. Um, I'm not hugely invested in Isaac and Tamara as characters. Like, it's not that sad when Isaac dies. It's kind of sad when he, the demon comes back in his body yeah and like fucks with Tamara like that's kind of sad but even then I like I I wasn't I don't like you don't really feel any strong feelings for them because they just barely met them like they I don't know they don't really set it up so do we ever see Tamara again no okay (laughs) only the one only the one episode I don't know where she is maybe she did I don't know actually she's probably still no she's probably dead Bobby and the boys hadn't been there, she would have been dead in this episode. <laughs> she didn't die. Um, Which, I mean, the fact that she's also, like, British makes you realize there's probably, like, international hunters, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Do we ever see that later on? Well, there's Bella. True. Is she a hunter? No. Or, like, a con woman. She's, she's a... She's a... She's Bella. Yeah. <laughs> she's not a hunter. She does help the boys with that one case, but she's not a hunter. It would be cool to see, I don't know if this ever ends but up she's happening, like, like hunting in different countries and stuff. That'd be cool. The boys do go to Ireland, but they don't have a hunt there. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's a fun episode, though. That's actually the, that, that, the specific episode where they go to Ireland very briefly is actually the first episode Jensen directed. It's one of my favorite episodes in season six. Mm. It's a good episode. That's cool. It's called Weekend at Bobby's. <laughs> It's a real fun one. We're gonna have fun when we get to that one. Um, yeah. They do get Dean on a plane. <laughs> Again. I mean, I <laughs> Dean's been on a plane <laughs> two times in his life, and the first time went real badly. <laughs> I guess three times, because I have to come back. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about this episode? I don't think I do. Uh, surprising. It's probably, like, one of the like, worst ones out of the last couple seasons. Yeah, I have a hard time saying worst, because I, like, it just feels so negative, but it honestly kind of is. Like, <laughs> at, out of the seasons we've watched, I think this one is probably It's more like my... season one caliber as far as, like, inconsistently off. Me? I don't know. Yeah. I just, this is Because season one had all... a lot of hits and misses, yeah. where season two is more consistent. Yeah, And the rest of season right. three is more consistent as well, so. Yeah. Um, and I guess they're always gonna have their rough moments. Like, not every episode can be born under a bad sign, or mm-hmm. Bad Day at Black Rock, or Justin Bellow. I can't wait to get to that episode. I love that episode. <laughs> it's a good episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think of all the episodes we've covered so far, this is my least favorite. Like, this is bottom of the list. I'd probably put it there. Yeah. 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 Out of all three seasons so far? <laughs> I wouldn't say three seasons. Out of all two seasons in an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd put it at the bottom of the list, I think. Uh, it's definitely going to be at the bottom of the list for this season. <laughs> so, unless there's an episode that I'm completely forgetting about from this season that is somehow worse than this one. What is the list of episodes this season? I don't remember. Let's there's only see. 16. <laughs> yeah, there's not that many. Season three. Let's see. We have Magnificent Seven. Kids are alright. That one's also kind of. I really have no memory Bad of day, that one. Sin City. That's the one where we meet Lisa. Bedtime Stories. 
Red to Guy at Morning. Okay. I think bedtime stories. I was not a huge fan of. Either. I think that one's weak too. But I think I'd still put Magnificent Seven beneath Bedtime Stories. This yeah. is this is wrap up episode content. I'd still put it beneath Bedtime Stories because it um is also the season opener. Yeah, like it's not just like a kind of iffy monster of the week. It's an iffy monster of the week and a bad season opener at the yeah. same time. You know. Fresh Blood, that's a good one. Okay, I'm also not a huge fan of the witch episode. <laughs> Whatever, Malleus how you pronounce that. Maleficarum. I, it's okay. It's definitely bottom half, I think. But yeah, I still think, I I have, I'm pretty confident in saying that when we get to our wrap up, wrap up episode, and if we kind of like rank the episodes a little bit like we did last season, I will put Magnificent Seven at the bottom. So, this is just, as it's far got, as I can remember, the rest are pretty good. It's got fun moments. It's got some important details, but as a whole, as an episode, it's just not that good. So, yeah. We're off to a really great start with season three. That's okay. Kids Are Alright is fun. Kids Are Alright has creepy children. Creepy children are always a good time. No, no, they're, they're not. They're a bad time. I don't like them. But then no, we I get... I don't remember that one. Then we get Bad Day at Black Rock, and I love That's Bad Day one. at Black Rock. <laughs> That's a good one. I only get Sin City after that, and Sin City's also pretty good. I don't remember that one either. That's the one where Dean gets trapped in a basement with a hot demon. I remember part of that, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have some great episodes coming up. We just... Season 3 has a rough start. Gets off to a rough start. It ends It ends pretty good. Pretty good. But, rough start. Um, but yeah, I think that is it for this episode. Man, the beginning of next season is as far as I've gotten so far. Yeah. After that, it'll all be brand yeah, new after content that, for everything me. is gonna be brand new. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. I can't wait. But for now, um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those fun places. Also, if you are able to, please, please, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps the algorithm, helps more people find us. You know what also helps people finding us? Word of mouth. So if you have any fellow Supernatural fans, tell them about us. Uh, if you would like to reach out, you can find the podcast on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod, on Instagram at we need to talk about Sam Podcast, and on Tumblr and TikTok at we need to talk about Sam. TikTok is this place to go for all of the Genevieve thirst, if you are also <laughs> a gay as fuck like me and in love with Jared's wife. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm Lil Red Who Could and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, my love, where can the people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at lifeflowson3 and Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>